people of Earth. It's Rockin' John again. Now hear this.
I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. When it's cold outside, I've got the month of May. I guess you'll say what can make me feel this way, my girl, my girl, my girl. Talking about my girl, my girl. I've got so much honey, the bees envy me. I've got a sweeter song than the birds in the trees. Well, I guess you'll say what can make me feel this way. My girl, my girl, my girl, talking about my girl, my girl.
first track we played was off of a Steve Winwood album. It's called About Time, and it came out in 2003, and uh, it was the first one he did on his own record label called Windcraft Records. He took quite a stylistic turn with this album. Instead of doing the pop that he'd been known for in the 70s and 80s, the heavily electronic keyboard-laden uh, pop, he kind of went back to basics with this, playing primarily playing organ and, uh, and singing as if it were the old days, just the way he started in the old days with Spencer Davis Group. And the other thing about this album was he, he didn't employ a traditional set of rock band musicians. He, I think it was mostly congas. I don't think there was a drum a trap set anywhere on this album. And I think he had a bass player who played upright, maybe some percussion players, but they were all, uh, all unknowns and uh, it created a whole different sound. And this song, Different Light, is the first song on the album, and it's very Steve Winwood, and, and it's a, quite a long song, but it's got the vibe. It's got, it's got that the vibe. Part of it is, again, everything's on the upbeat here. Yes. So there's a vibrancy to it, and a buoyancy to it. And the album Different Light is, it didn't do too well, but it's a, a really good Steve Winwood album. If you're so inclined, you might want to check it out if you've lost touch with his music over the years. The next song is by R.E.M. And one of the reasons I really liked R.E.M. back in the, the 80s and 90s was because they were such an organic rock band and it was, it was refreshing. While I don't like all of their stuff, I really liked the song Finest Work Song, which came off of one of their late 80s albums when they were really uh, hitting their stride commercially. Anyway, this version of uh, Finest Work Song is found on the, I think it's five CD deluxe box set reissue of uh, Automatic for the People. They, they weren't touring behind that album in uh, 1992, but what they did to promote that album, R.E.M. did a series of small concerts. And this one was recorded at the Warner Brothers Studio Soundstage. It was used a lot in those days for uh, bands that were doing long-form videos. Like Fleetwood Mac did the dance there. John Fogarty did Premonition there. Anyway, around the same time, R.E.M. did the promotion for Automatic for the People. And this version of this song came from one of those, and it's on one of the bonus discs. To me, it's their finest version of Finest Work Song. It just... It works and swings in a way that the studio version didn't. And I love the studio version, too. Mm -hmm. Now, the next song is uh, Bob O'Reilly, Roger Daltrey, and Friends uh, doing a celebration of the music of Pete Townsend. And so you have Roger Daltrey with The Chieftain. This particular version I put on many a mixed cassette. This goes into my folder of favorite versions of songs. Like, outside of the original, what's the one that really gets you? And this one gets me. Also, it should be noted that this is the debut performance of the Ulillian Pipes. And now hear this. <laughs> as far as we know. Chieftains, Roger Daltrey, a great song by Townsend, and also an orchestra. What a performance. I think that John Entwistle was part of that tour. I don't know. I don't know. And we follow that up with The Temptations, a little snippet, an acapella version of My Girl. I've heard it. I've heard that song. <laughs> and there's something about those vocals standing up naked and alone. It, it just... It really is, you know, it really shows their talent just as singers without hearing the instrumentals. And the, uh, the beauty of it is that it's a perfect segue to the next song, I Need You. By Paul Carrick. Oh, yeah. Well, from his 1982 gem called Suburban Voodoo, which he recorded with Nick Lowe and Nick Lowe's band. At the time, Paul Carrick was part of Nick Lowe's band, and as a result, it's essentially Nick Lowe's band with Paul Carrick singing lead. 
I believe they're mostly originals on that album, and I believe most of them were written by Paul and or Nick. Anyway, this song, I Need You, is just so Motown-influenced that, yeah, you have to laugh, but at the same time, it's such an homage that it doesn't come off as a ripoff. And back in the day, when John and I first met, we both were aware of this album, which was a fairly obscure record. We, we kept saying to each other, boy, I can't wait till Paul Carrick's next album. That's just going to knock it out of the park. Then Paul Carrick put out another album, and John and I uh, looked at each other and said, Suburban Voodoo really knocks it out of the park. <laughs> Our next segment is uh, two of my favorite pop songs. The first one is Your Smiling Face, like recorded by James Taylor at Great Woods in Massachusetts. There you go. And uh, this is one of those songs that he's performed live over and over and over again. And every time I hear the live version, it just falls flat compared to that studio recording. I want it to be great. It's just not great. This version, everything clicks. It's as great as I always wanted it to be. I agree completely. And by the way, James Taylor didn't write Your Smiling Face. Danny Korchmar did. Wow. Very few people know that. And we follow this by uh, the Beach Boys version of Wouldn't It Be Nice? And I was playing around uh, at home and discovered that they put all the vocals on one side, all the uh, music on the other. Which was the way yeah. they did stereo in the early days of rock stereo. <laughs> and uh, so what I did is that we, we start with a cappella for about 80% of the song. And midway into the song, they even talk, which is totally well, like cool. where the instrumental is going on. <laughs> yeah. We don't hear the instrumental. We hear the talk. The talking. And then toward the end, I dial in the band just a little bit. Wouldn't it be nice? I love the song. And my first daughter, Jackie Sticks, it was her first ever favorite song as a little kid. smiling face, I have to smile myself because of love. And when you give me that pretty little pout, turns me inside out. There's something about your baby, I don't know. Isn't it amazing a man like me can feel this way? Oh, tell me how much longer can go stronger every day Oh, how much stronger I thought I was in love a couple of times before with the girl next door That was long before I met you Now I'm sure that I won't forget you And I thank my lucky star Amazing man like me can feel this way. Tell me how much longer you can go stronger every day. Somebody tell me. Nobody gonna tell me that I'm doing wrong. Never I see you smiling at me. Tell me that I'm doing wrong today Whenever I see you shine I'm loving the thing my way No, 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 no No, 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 no
Appreciated guitar riffs. And the first one that comes to mind is Whiskey Train by Procol Harum from their album Home. But this version was a live version uh, recorded off of uh, WPLJ. Simulcast. Yeah. Robin Trower just wrote a monster riff. It's been recorded a bunch of times since then. This riff deserves uh, to be up there with Whole Lot of Love and Day Tripper, in my opinion. Is this the one that you played for Robin Trower? Yeah, I played it for him, and he loved it. I promised him I'd get him a copy, but I didn't deliver. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we follow this by a song, Silver Paper, from the very first mountain album, Mountain Climbing. Uh, Leslie West is one of my all-time favorite players. He is just melodic and stinging, singing vibrato, and this song has uh, everything that uh, I love about Mountain and I love about his playing. And that segues perfectly into the song Motherless Children by Eric Clapton from his 461 Ocean Boulevard album in 1974. Not only does the, his version have the riff to it, played on slide guitar, I'm not quite sure if it's Eric playing or his uh, sidekick at the time, George Terry playing, but either way, it's really happening. The drummer for this track, a guy named Jamie Oldacre from Oklahoma, he uh, just is an amazing, really, truly amazing drummer in that 
he just can keep that beat going. And it's often, often way more complicated than you think it would be. It's a kind of a, a loud shuffle or aggressive shuffle. And he was actually with Clapton until the early 80s. I don't know what's ever happened to him, but boy, he just, he created a sound and a vibe that the band had to go with. Yeah, that song is just propulsive, and it's all based on that drumming. And that riff was used, I believe, as part of a promo at MTV at one point. And every time I heard it, I did not know it was Clapton. didn't know who it was. But were, I just said, oh, what a great lick. You know, it's funny you say that, because I've gone to concerts with friends of mine that didn't particularly know Eric Clapton's music. And when, he would, when Eric would play that in concert, every single time, people would perk up and go, ooh, I like that one. <laughs>
next segment kicks off with Aretha Franklin doing a version of Think that comes from the Blues Brothers movie. This is not a joke. <laughs> and it's just wonderful. I love that movie because their love the blues was real. The fact that they got Aretha, they put John Lee Hooker in the movie, they put Ray Charles in the movie, and Aretha just nails this. Plus, it's got that great opening where she goes, don't you blaspheme in here. <laughs> and you know what's great about the Blues Brothers movie was they didn't make the performers cut their songs down to little little bits or you know so it would fit the movie timing and all that they really let them go and as you said uh the blues brothers john john belushi and dan Eckert, they really loved loved this stuff and the backing band they had was like a lot of those guys from muscle shoals you know or steve cropper and i think duck dunn was the bass player i mean these were the real swamp uh, r&b guys that had played on those original hits and this version of think just is righteous and just so you know that we're serious about the Blues Brothers, we played Rubber Biscuit way, way back in an early, now hear this. Yes. And that's followed by uh, Ry Cooter's version of Get Rhythm, which has always uh, given me the chills and the thrills. That opening with the guitar and the slide guitar just announces, here I am, I'm ready to go, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was the, the title song of an album by Ry Cooter, it's a title song of Ry Cooter's 1987 album, which turned out to be the last quote-unquote Ry Cooter album that was released for, gosh, 20 years or something, maybe more, uh, because he was making his, his dough mo mostly by soundtracks. It's a really good album, really loud, really rocking, and this version of Johnny Cash's Get Rhythm is pretty special. And as you know, uh, listeners that pay attention, we also like NRBQ's version of the same song but they're totally different. Mm. And we end with... Jeanette Dubois. Jeanette Dubois. But of course. <laughs> and I'll bet very few of you know who Jeanette Dubois is, but the song gives the whole story away. Listen. Get riled, sugar. Don't you don't get riled, sugar me. Now you're not going back on the road no more, and you ain't playing in them old two-bits, lazy dives. You're living with me now. And you're not going to go sliding around with your old white hoodlum friends. But babes, this is Jake and Elwood, the Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers? They still owe you money, fool. Ma'am, would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matt here to do is a holy thing? You see, we're on a mission from God. Don't you blaspheme in here. Don't you blaspheme in here. Now, this is my man. This is my restaurant. You two are gonna just walk right out that door without your dry white toast, without your full fried chickens, and without Mad Guitar Murphy. Now you listen to me. I love you, but I'm the man and you are the woman, and I'll make the decisions concerning my life. You better think about what you're saying. You better think about the consequences of your actions. Oh, shut up, woman. You better think.
street When I asked him while he shined his shoes How'd he keep from getting the blues He grinned and he shook his little head About the shoe shine bragging And he said You know, get a rhythm When you get the blues Get a rhythm When you get the blues Get a rock and roll who sat down to play with each other face-to-face. -face and got famous. And got famous. We're talking about Paul McCartney and Elvis Costello. Oh, cool. Yeah, in the late 80s, at Linda McCartney's suggestion, Paul uh, called up Elvis Costello and said, you want to write some songs? And the way that they wrote those songs was, as Paul said he and John Lennon would do in the old days, 
They sat in a room together and wrote a song from scratch. Maybe one would come in with a little something, but they wrote it from scratch. And the great thing is this recording is the original demo of just the two of them playing it live in, in the studio or in the living room or whatever it is. They would do that with each song as they wrote it. They'd sit down and record it before they took it to the studio or anything. I thought my brave face was uh, good enough to be a Beatles song. Well, it's, it was the first single off of uh, his Flowers in the Dirt album. And by the way, um, on the deluxe edition of Flowers in the Dirt that came out a couple of years ago, you can hear a whole slew of these Elvis and Paul demos. Plus, the aborted album that Elvis Costello was producing for Paul McCartney that included these songs. And I think one or two of them ended up on Flowers in the Dirt, the Elvis produced sessions. But um, it's been, My Brave Face is a song that Paul should put back in his, his repertoire because it's a pretty darn good song. Yeah, I remember he played it when he first came around for that first yeah, double live, live yeah. CD. Yeah, that was in the... Tripping the Live Fantastic. Yeah. That was the first tour, yeah. Yeah, that was great. And that's followed by Veronica, another Elvis Costello, Paul McCartney co-write. This is a version by Elvis Costello, and he has Paul McCartney guesting, playing bass on it. It comes from uh, Elvis's uh, 1989 album, his first album for Warner Brothers called Spike, which is a really good album. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Paul McCartney at that point, for many, many years, had been playing a Rickenbacker bass exclusively. And when they started the session, Paul had his Rickenbacker bass, and uh, Elvis Costello asked him if he'd uh, use his old uh, Hofner bass, the old Hofner Beatles bass that he'd played exclusively with the Beatles. And Paul McCartney said he thought he'd outgrown it but sure, he'd give it a try, and the thing had been in storage forever, and, but it still had a Beatles set list taped to it, and it had a few wonky spots on the neck, but it came out beautifully, and uh, that's ever since then, Paul has played the Hofner bass and retired the Rickenbacker. I've been living in style Unaccustomed as I am To the luxury life Sentimental inclination not to change a single thing As I pull the sheets back from the bed I want to go bury my head in your pillow Now that I'm alone again I can't stop breaking down again The simplest thing set me off again And take me to that place Come home, note meant for you. As I clear away another 
untouched TV dinner from the table I lay for two. segment that features the song People Get Ready, as recorded by Rod Stewart with Jerry Law. It's a gospel version. Right? This is a great song. It's been recorded many times. Great Curtis Mayfield song, I should yes, say. Yes, yes. 
This version is great. Some of you may know that in 1984, Rod Stewart recorded a version of People Get Ready with Jeff Beck. And you said it's a demo. Yeah, it was a de Jeff told me they put on the demo version. <laughs> yeah, and you said Jeff played through an old Rockman. Yeah, an old uh, guitar, buddy, uh, Tom Scholl's Rockman from the end. Yeah, guitar processor. Anyway, um, that's a great version. And there's also another great version I'd recommend of this song uh, by Bob Dylan. Just Bob Dylan at the piano. And it was found on his uh, 1978 film, Ronaldo and Clara. It's hard to find, but it's worth seeking out. It might be on YouTube or something, but it's just a, a beautiful solo version on the piano. And we end with a Paul McCartney song called Sing Along Junk. I never heard this song until I got the Almost Famous soundtrack. So when I heard it, I only heard it as an instrumental. And I said, wow, what a lovely instrumental. Years later, I found out that it was a vocal. Well, yeah, it's actually the same track, a different mix of the same track that was used for the vocal version on Paul's debut solo album. McCartney in 1970, which is also worth checking out because although Paul plays all the instruments, uh, which is, is cool, it's the album that has Maybe I'm Amazed on it, but the thing about um, McCartney is those are Beatles songs. They were recorded right after the Beatles. Some of those songs were demoed with the Beatles for Let It Be. So it's a good album. You should check it out. But I agree. Sing Along Junk is just, it's a beautiful melody. Yeah. Very sweet. Very calm. Boom, 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 boom. Just thank the Lord, all aboard, all aboard, people get ready for the train to Jordan, picking up passengers from coast to coast, faith is the key, open the doors and bottom, you don't no ticket, you just get out the Lord. There's a train coming Where? somewhere down the track. I Lord, the people that ain't ready got to step in the back. Lord, the train's been running since time began. Ha! It's running on the love of your fellow man. All aboard! All aboard! To save his own happy of those whose chances grow thinner, for there's no hiding place from the kingdom's soul.
there's this book coming out, and they asked me to write uh, something about Woody. Uh, sort of like, what does Woody Guthrie mean to you in 25 words? And, uh, and I couldn't do it. I wrote out five pages, and uh, I have it here. It's a, I have it here by accident, actually. <laughs> but but I, I'd, I'd like to say this out loud. So uh, if you can sort of roll along with this thing here. This is called Last Thoughts on Woody Guthrie. Um, when your head gets twisted and your mind grows numb, when you think you're too old, too young, too smart, or too dumb, when you're lagging behind and losing your pace in a slow-motion crawl or life's busy race, no matter what you're doing, if you start giving up, if the wine don't come to the top of your cup, if the wind got you sideways with one hand holding on and the other starts slipping and the feeling is gone, and your train engine fire needs a new spark to catch it, and the wood's easy finding, but you're lazy to fetch it, and your sidewalk starts curling and the street gets too long and you start walking backwards so you know that it's wrong and lonesome comes up as down goes the day and tomorrow's morning seems so far away and you feel the reins from your pony are slipping and your rope is a-sliding because your hands are dripping and your sun-desert and evergreen valleys turn to broken-down slums and trash-can alleys and your sky cries water and your drain pipes are pouring and the lightnings are flashing and the thunders are crashing and the windows are rattling and breaking and the rooftops are shaking and your whole world is slamming and banging and your minutes of sun turn to hours of storm. And to yourself, you sometimes say, I never knew it was going to be this way. Why didn't they tell me the day I was born? And you start getting chills, and you're jumping from sweat, and you're looking for something you ain't quite found yet. And you're knee-deep in dark water with your hands in the air, and the whole world's watching with the window peaks staring. And your good gal leaves, and she's long gone flying, and your heart feels sick like fish when they're frying. And your jackhammer falls from your hands to your feet, but you need it badly, and it lays on the street. And your bell's banging loudly, but you can't hear its beat. And you think your ears might have been hurt, or your eyes have turned filthy from the slight binding dirt. And you figured you failed in yesterday's rush, and you were faked out and fooled while facing a four flush, and all the time you're holding three queens. It's making you mad, it's making you mean, like in the middle of Life magazine, bouncing around a pinball machine. And there's something on your mind that you want to be saying that somebody someplace ought to be hearing. But it's trapped on your tongue, sealed in your head, and it bothers you badly when you're laying in bed. And no matter how you try, you just can't say it, and you're scared to your soul, you just might forget it. And your eyes get sony from the tears in your head, and your pillows of feathers turn to blankets of lead, and the lion's mouth opens, and you're staring at his teeth, and his jaws start closing with you underneath, and you're flat on your belly with your hands tied behind, and you wish you'd never taken that last detour sign. You say to yourself, just what am I doing? On this road I'm walking, on this trail I'm turning, on this curve I'm hanging, on this pathway I'm strolling, in the space I'm taking, in this air I'm inhaling. Am I mixed up too much? Am I mixed up too hard? Why am I walking? Where am I running? What am I saying? What am I knowing on this guitar I'm playing? On this banjo I'm freeling? On this mandolin I'm strumming? In a song I'm singing? In a tune I'm humming? In the words that I'm thinking? In the words I'm writing? In this ocean of hours I'm all the time drinking? Who am I helping? What am I breaking? What am I giving? What am I taking? But you try with your whole soul best never to think these thoughts and never to let them kind of thoughts gain ground or make your heart pound. But then again you know when they're around just waiting for a chance to slip and drop down. Cause sometimes you hear them in the nighttime come creeping and you fear they might catch you sleeping. And you jump from your bed from the last chapter of dreaming and you can't remember for the best you're thinking if that was you in a dream that was screaming. And you know that's something special you're needing. You know there's no drug that'll do for the healing and no liquor in the land to stop your brain from bleeding. You need something special. You need something special, all right. You need a fast-flying train on a tornado track to shoot you someplace and shoot you back. You need a cyclone wind on a steam engine howler that's been banging and booming and blowing forever that knows your troubles a hundred times over. You need a greyhound bus that don't bar no race and won't laugh at your looks, your voice, or your face and buying a number of bets in the book will be rolling long after the bubblegum craze. 
You need something to open up a new door to show you something you've seen before but overlooked a hundred times or more. You need something to open your eyes. You need something to make it known that it's you and no one else that owns that spot that you're standing, that space that you're sitting, that the world ain't got you beat. It ain't got you licked. It can't get you crazy no matter how many times you might get kicked. You need something special, all right. You need something special to give you hope. But hope's just a word that maybe you said, maybe you heard on some windy corner around a wide-angle curve. But that's what you need, man, and you need it bad. And your trouble is you know it too good, because you look and you start getting the chills, because you can't find it on a dollar bill. And it ain't on Macy's windowsill. And it ain't on real rich kid's road map. And it ain't made in no fat kid's fraternity house. And it ain't made in no Hollywood wheat germ. And it ain't on that dim-lit stage with that half-wit comedian on it, ranting and raving and taking your money, and you think it's funny. Now you can't find it neither in no nightclub, no yacht club, and it ain't in the seats of a supper club. And sure as hell you're bound to tell, no matter how hard you rub, you just ain't gonna find it on your ticket stub. No, it ain't in the rumors people are telling you, and ain't in the pimple lotion people are selling you, and ain't in the cardboard box house or down in any movie star's blouse. And you can't find it on the golf course. And Uncle Remus can't tell you, and neither can Santa Claus. And ain't in the cream puff hairdo or cotton candy clothes. Ain't in the dime store dummies and bubblegum goons. And ain't in the marshmallow noises of the chocolate cake voices that come knocking and tapping in Christmas wrapping, saying, ain't I pretty and ain't I cute? Look at my skin. Look at my skin shine. Look at my skin glow. Look at my skin laugh. Look at my skin cry when you can't even sense if they got any insides, these people so pretty in their ribbons and bows. Now you'll not now no other day find it on the doorsteps made of paper mache and inside with the people made of molasses that every other day buy a new pair of sunglasses. And they in the 50-star generals and flipped-out phonies who turn you in for a tenth of a penny, who breathe and burp and bend and crack, and before you can count from one to ten, do it all over again, but this time behind your back, my friend. The ones that wheel and deal and whirl and twirl and play games with each other in the sandbox world. You can't find it either in the no-talent fools that run around gallant and make all the rules for the ones that got talent. And ain't the ones that ain't got any talent but think they do and think they're fooling you. The ones that jump on the wagon just for a while because they know it's in style. To get their kicks, get out of it quick and make all kinds of money and chicks. And you yell to yourself and you throw down your hat saying, Christ, do I got to be like that? Ain't there no one here that knows where I'm at? Ain't there no one here that knows how I feel? Good God Almighty, that stuff ain't real. No, but that ain't your game. It ain't your race. You can't hear your name. You can't see your face. You got to look some other place. And where do you look for this hope that you're seeking? Where do you look for this lamp that's a burning? Where do you look for this oil while gushing? Where do you look for this candle that's glowing? Where do you look for this hope that you know is there and out there somewhere? And your feet can only walk down two kinds of roads. Your eyes can only look through two kinds of windows. Your nose can only smell two kinds of hallways. You can touch and twist and turn two kinds of doorknobs. You can either go to the church of your choice or you go to Brooklyn State Hospital. You find God in the church of your choice. You find Woody Guthrie in Brooklyn State Hospital. No, it's only my opinion. I may be right or wrong. You find them both in Grand Canyon, sundown. And that's what we're talking about. 